This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in on another edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams. Jake Meyer is... My co-host, he is the producer of the product as well. Jake, how are you, my friend? Doing fantastic, Danny. We just got off the radio and we got uh, full steam ahead and we're not stopping until this podcast is over. Now the juices kind of get flowing. We're like, let's just roll, you know, get right into it sometimes. And um, again, we're waiting. We're just patiently waiting. We've literally just checked the phones waiting to see if Teddy's going to be named the starter. I think it's just a matter of time. Uh, Our guy who... Uh, you know, Mike Kliss kind of solidified uh, the notion um, by just saying that, you know, it'd be, it, it wasn't a real competition if Teddy didn't win. Teddy dominated in all, in all aspects. Um, Locke was good. Locke was better. But it's Teddy's job. And I think that's going to happen today. Um, one thing, I, 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 let me talk about this, Jake, okay? So um, before I do, it's, the again, the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams. Jake Meyer uh, is at Jake Meyer Radio on Twitter as well. I'm at Tweets Danny on Twitter as well. Subscribe to this podcast anywhere that podcast can be found on the whole planet, even Podbean. We thought we, it was made up. <laughs> we literally thought it was made up, and it's a real thing. So um, uh, comment to subscribe to this podcast. very important to us. Uh, we really appreciate that kind of stuff. Listen to the show as well. We do it every day from 9 to 11 on Mile High Sports Radio. It's 98.1 FM in Denver. Um, that's milehighsports.com for anyone who wants to just watch us, watch the show on the f- homepage of Mile High Sports on the Twitch there or on the Mile High Sports app, which is really great. Another great kind of way to watch the show. Um Let's talk about, since Teddy's not officially the starter, Jake, and we didn't talk about this just moments ago. We're talking about what are we going to do for this podcast, but the notion of why name Teddy the starter now and why not name him the starter now. And again, so I'll say this. There's some gamesmanship that, you know, Vic likes to play and he's going to go as long as he can and make his opponents prepare for both guys and waste time as much as they, you know, as long as he can make them work, um, you know, and and think about uh, which of these two guys that they may have to face for week one. I think that stuff's a little bit overrated, okay? Um, But um, I do think that there's, this is Broncos country. Actually, I know that this is Broncos country. I know that Broncos country needs to be appeased and that Broncos country's voice is a powerful voice. If it wasn't for Broncos country, Kyle Orton takes this team to five wins or four wins. And I don't know who we draft number three overall at the quarterback position, but instead at one and four, you know, they gave the fans, Tim Tebow and Tim Tebow takes this team to the playoffs. They win a playoff game. Tim Tebow makes this, you know, um, pile of poop looked like an, a nice little ch- chicken salad that Peyton Manning thinks he could turn into a, a a chicken roast dinner or a steak dinner and the rest is kind of history so again we're not Broncos country around here they're lock lovers I saw a poll from a dude a local media guy had about 600 votes uh, who should start um, it was 68% for lock and 32% for, for for Teddy. It's not a Wednesday, but I don't get it. No, we do what, what I don't get Wednesdays on, on the show. And it's like, it's a taco. T- it's a taco Tuesday. So, you know, t- t- today. But, you know, I, 
Jake is right. It's like, um, so, so what do you think, Jake? What are you guys watching? Uh, I don't, I don't see how anybody can can pick Drew Locke over Teddy Bridgewater right now. Teddy was nearly perfect in both preseason games. Well, and all Looked the experience fantastic. and all the things that come along with Teddy. We had a guest on the show, a guy who's been with us forever. Um, he's my lawyer, actually, in real life. It's Todd Burnham. It's no slogans, just no great lawyers. lawyers. And he called in today. He was listening, and you know, he's fired up. He's emotional about the team. And it's hard for him to accept Teddy as the starter, which it's going to be really hard for so many of these people. Oh, they got it wrong with this guy. Drew Locke's been here for two years, uh, all this kind of stuff. But that's how much further along Teddy is than Drew Locke. Teddy's uh, Drew Locke's been here for two years. Teddy came in, probably absorbed the playbook like in 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 weeks and moments. Okay, uh, you call it uh, purple. They call uh, they why well, they used to call it blue in uh, uh, where I was from. Oh, you call it purple? Okay. Oh, you call that apple? Well, I, I know it as orange. You know, and that's it's you know it's uh, hand signals and you know calling numbers out, little things like that, or just something to learn. That's what comes with the brain power, smarts, mm-hmm. common mm-hmm. sense, which is not everyone has, but also. Football savvy, football acumen, playbook stuff that Drew is just can't even hang right. in Teddy's ballpark. Yeah, Teddy, he can not probably, even hang when it comes to that kind of stuff. Yeah, Teddy's going to pick up on you know small differences in terminology from places that he's worked before, places that he's playbooks yeah. that he studied before. So. Uh, he, he's been yeah. all over the league, Again, and he should be able to pick up this playbook, no problem. I went off like course onto a dirt road here. I'm trying to come back onto a main road. But Broncos, again, now it's if they announce Teddy today, Broncos country, those 68% or at least maybe those 40% who will get on board and just love the team um, – We'll try to get on board with Teddy. We'll have two weeks to rally behind Teddy, um, get all the, um, you know, uh, features uh, from, you know, Cliss will do a little 30-second minute thing on Teddy and the comeback story. And he's still – oh, back to – real quick – Forget, don't remember. Don't forget where we were going back to have one. I mentioned we had our lawyer on Todd Burnham. The point of me mentioning mentioning that was, I asked Todd, Todd, how do you, th- how old do you think? If you listen to yesterday's podcast, you'll love this. <laughs> how old do you think Teddy Bridgewater is? I put him on the spot, and he goes thirty three, and I go, he's twenty eight years old, and he, you know, dropped his jaw a little bit, pooped his pants a little. He had to go change <laughs> his shorts after that. Um, Teddy's twenty eight. He's not thirty two. He's not 33. He's not, you know, broken down. Obviously, this guy is some kind of freak show of an athlete, of a man to come back from an injury the way he did. And to not only, he's not just coming back now. We're going to see if he can play. No, he came back with the Saints. Won five games. All of every five games he played. Earned himself a big contract. Went to Carolina. They hung around and covered games. He's Teddy Covers. All the nicknames, 10 win Teddy, we hope. He was Teddy Covers, covered every game, kept those bunch of losers in Carolina in games with no Christian McCaffrey, who drinks up a grande cup of Starbucks daily. It's like a supercharger for his ass, and he could run as fast as the Flash. (laughs) It's a joke. We don't get it either. But uh, no Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore, their number one receiver. I mean, uh, big cheer. What is that? Are you kidding me? What is that? So... Guys that no one had ever heard of, and you expect Teddy Bridgewater, who didn't practice red zone or two-minute drill, to win? He almost did. He almost did with these bunch of losers, including the head coach from college, you know? Yeah, I mean, Teddy... So, 
Teddy did good considering what he had around him. Teddy's 28. He's been through, it feels like, two football lifetimes. I bet people think Teddy's 34, 33 years old. Again, a guy who's a pretty smart guy, a lawyer, thought he was 33. Um, Teddy's got some things to offer. I love the comp on Jake Plummer. Right. I love the Jake Plummer comp. And I think I'm going to go with that as a best case. Okay. AFC but Championship. <laughs> I well, mean, that, again, that's best case for right, sure. Best, you know, right? Again, if you think then at that point, what Shanahan did, he was ahead of his time when he went to Cutler. He thought Cutler was going to be Mahomes. He thought Cutler was going to be Kaepernick when you go from Smith to Kaepernick. And he thought, you know, it just didn't, Cutler didn't quite turn out to be that guy. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, and do you know what? Real quick, going back, leading to another whole dimension here. The year that they were eight and five with Shanahan and Cutler and Brandon Marshall, they lose like the last three games. And it's like, ah, man, yeah, you know. But I swear, with Shanahan the next year, I'm like, they, they're coming back next year. They're going to win 10, 11 games with this outfit in Shanahan. They're going to do this thing, get this right. They need a little seasoning on it. And then they fire Shanahan. Okay, then Pat Bowen fires Mike Shanahan. Then uh, the rest is kind of history, you know, from McDaniels to Tebow to uh, Peyton Manning. The rest is kind of history. But now, even going, if you're still with us, Going even a little bit further back to the beginning of what we're saying, you get behind Teddy right now. You name him. You have two weeks to get behind him. All the you know the love stories on him. All the you know. Oh, I didn't know that about a Teddy. Oh, he's twenty eight. No way. I thought he was thirty. He might have been thirty. Well, might as well have been thirty eight to me. Um, the you get everyone try to get everyone behind Teddy rather than springing it on everybody next week where it feels so hasty. Like what did it really come down to the wire that close? Well, right. then if that's that close. Maybe they made the wrong decision kind of stuff. When you come out right now and just say, Oh, you know, Teddy's been so good in all facets in the locker room, in the uh, quarterback room, all that kind of stuff. Then people will I me. Mean, I'm the only one who's been saying this stuff. Right. I got every guy in Maryland, all the guys I love in the business, friends, foes, allies, you know, like, oh, man, it was so close to these last preseason. I told you Ryan Edwards said, oh, they should play one more at the third preseason game. Split them, uh, uh, these quarterbacks. I was like, are you freaking kidding me? That's ridiculous. Is he serious? It's not about these preseason games. It's barely been about these preseason games, Jake. It's been about 25% has been about these preseason games. The rest is about all the other things that go along with Teddy and all the other things that Drew is not as compared to. Teddy, the grown man, ass professional, grown ass man who um, is knows what it uh, winning football looks like, smells like, tastes like, and is ready to you know to lead these guys. With Drew Locke, I don't even know if he's in the same realm of of guy. He's like a kid. It's like a it's like a JV versus varsity. It's what it feels like to me. Grown man ass. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You know, the okay. Teddy Bridgewater beat Drew Locke out and all of the other off the field stuff. So then when you come to the preseason, Teddy was nearly perfect. And that was just the nail in the coffin. Like we said on the show, that's what sealed the deal for Teddy's starting spot. You know, and I'm sure they're only well, bound to announce it in moments. moments I think from I now. want it to happen now before this podcast ends. You know, we're, I'd say about halfway through it. We'll just keep going with what we're doing because I still haven't really hit the point of what I was trying to say. But don't forget what you're going to say. You announced Teddy today. The Broncos, is a, you'll name it here. A, guy, a guy's name you'll hear is Patrick Smythe. 
He is the media relations guru, all things said, um, heard, spoken out or absorbed into the franchise. They hear everything and they see everything. And he's like these firms pay guys who get in trouble, pay millions and millions of dollars to um, guys like Patrick Smythe, who then craft statements to, you know, in regards to this um, handle tough media relations issues. It's on the Broncos to try to um, then turn the narrative um, away from Drew Locke and into people accepting and loving Teddy and giving Teddy a chance. And there's going to be some people who are never going to give Teddy a chance. For one, again, I think there's, for one, Broncos country's had Jarius Jackson, was the second black Broncos quarterback ever. And I then Kendall Hinton must have been the third. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. All right? Is that right? Yeah, that is right. Or was Kendall Hinton the second and Jarius Jackson was the first? There was no black quarterback before Jarius Jackson. Wasn't it Warren Moon? No, Warren Moon was never a Bronco. He's Not never a Bronco? A, never. No Warren Moon. No, I mean, an Argonaut. I mean, we're, we're, Warren Moon played for everyone, everywhere. Um but I think Jerry Jackson was the first black Broncos quarterback ever. I wouldn't call this the Midwest, but this is the West. Trevor, uh, Teddy Bridgewater would be the third after a guy named Kendall Hinton, who was a receiver who, what happened last year, started the game. There's going to be, you know, Drew Locke looks like what a, court, a starting quarterback for the Broncos should look like. And I mean like a good old-fashioned white guy. Race is a weird thing to talk about, especially with two white guys talking about it. Okay, right? There's right. a no win here, okay? If there's one thing on the, we say on the radio show that we never want you to call in uh, and tell us about is your religion, your fantasy football team, your politics, or your kids. We hate all of those things when it comes to your life and what you think about them. Right, right. And I'm sure there's still going to be people out there that feel that way uh, just because— I think it's very few, Jake. I'll start with yeah, that. Yeah, very few. Very but few. But I think one out of ten is a lot, Jake. I think one out of ten guys don't think black guys should be quarterbacks in the NFL and Broncos have never had a black quarterback. That's one out of ten times a lot of, you know, times ten, times ten, times ten. You know, it's... It, they, it's say, they say less is more. There's plenty of them. Wow. Interesting. I don't know what that means, but it was powerful. Um, it's a Jay-Z lyric. Oh, okay. I'm with you. It's so <laughs> crazy. Um, but I think Teddy Bridgewater is going to be hard for Broncos country as a whole, all the way top to bottom to accept, whereas Drew Locke, everyone was so desperate for him to be the guy. And he's not. He's, he's just, just not. not. Again, we said it yesterday in the show. I don't say, we didn't say it in the podcast, but never forget it. Locke is more Paxton than Peyton. Oh. That, oh, right? Oh. That's the standard, bro. This is Broncos country. This is Broncos country. This is not... Uh, the Chiefs who have won one championship since Lynn Dawson had an old bag of bones and Burt Bell, guys no one ever heard of who were, uh, weren't even alive when, or were, were playing before your dad was alive. And your dad's old. Now, I don't mean your dad. Uh, My uh, dad Jake. is old. Yeah, yeah, whatever. He's a good man. Um, it's just like, that's not a championship franchise. They won a championship. The Broncos go to Super Bowls every, you know, four or five years. The numbers don't lie. 
So while those other franchises may have had glory, the Bears might have had glory in yesteryear, and Otto Graham might have led the Bears in the... It's like, what matters in the last 50 years? In the last 50 years, the Broncos have been damn freaking good. It's a championship franchise all the way through. The standard of excellence is it's that we demand it. It's John Elway uh, to... uh, God sent us Tebow to, you know, with, you know, um, Plummer in between and, and Peyton. That's the standard, you know, Elway to right. Peyton. That is the standard here. Nothing else will will suffice. So when I'm talking all this big game on Teddy, I'm trying to, you know, you see me getting excited about Teddy. For one, I'm, I'm excited we were right about Teddy because there's so many people wrong about it and called us wrong uh, for so long on the Teddy stuff. And I'm just, you know, for one, that's just the truth, the truth. But also, Teddy's better. Teddy gives this team. Yes. If Teddy's the best we have, he's the best we have. Now I'm thinking about Jameis Winston. Oh, man, look at t- Why didn't they? He was signed for what, Jake? Veteran minimum. One year, $1.1 million. A million bucks. The Saints took a million-dollar flyer on a guy who was the number one overall pick, an incredible athlete, a b- baseball player. Washington. You know, You know, so he's 27 years old. Garbage. And he was, well, maybe, but he looked great last night. And I think he's going to throw for 30-plus touchdowns. Just over under thirty touchdowns for Jameis this year. I could see the over, but okay. Well, that, then you don't diss a guy who could throw. 30 that's going to be like twenty five picks. As I don't well. think so. Probably around eighteen. Okay, which may not be good enough to win thirteen games like they're used to. But also, how many guys can do that kind of stuff, bro? He's he was not only worth the risk taking. They, it was the risk they had to the take. The Saints are going to be more explosive, but they're also going to turn the ball over a lot I don't think they'll more. be more explosive. As explosive. Well, I mean, Drew Brees wasn't able to he wasn't know, able to launch push the down ball field, down the field as much. Okay, I'm with you. Um, Back to the Broncos. <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. You know, the reason you start him is so everybody can get behind him. Yeah. The reason you don't start him... I don't really see a reason. There's not. not. There's not. I don't there's see not. a reason listen, not to listen, announce him as check a starter. This out. Why can't a young guy be a backup? Why does it? That's oh, how well, it Teddy has to be the old backup for what? Teddy's twenty eight. What's Drew Lock twenty six? I mean, give me a break here, acting like Drew Lock twenty two, all wet behind the ears. No, Teddy. I mean, Drew Lock's. You know, he's about to be. He's a grown man. He's a man now. Third and season. There's too many quarterbacks, Jake, and players who are, have so much immediate and early success, success this day and age. Back in all these other guy older than us days, Jake. Oh, man. We just told you Jake Plummer got four years to flame out in in, in Arizona. You know, to and they just kept rolling him out there, rolling him out there before he was like, uh, I've had enough of this. I'm a free agent. Get me out of here. And he comes to Denver, and the rest is kind of history. I want Teddy Bridgewater to be Jake Plummer. That's the best case for me. Can Teddy Bridgewater? For I'll say this: I'm a dreamer. Okay, is Teddy Bridgewater cut from the same cloth of Nick Foles mm. and Trent Dilfer Ooh. and um, Brad Johnson, all Super Bowl winners? Yeah, but what do all those other guys have in common? I mean. Almost world class all time in a lot of case, in a lot of cases all time defenses behind him is this you know defense cut from the same cloth I'm you know I'm a dreamer I you You're know a dreamer kid I, I am a dreamer thanks but again best case for me probably Jake Plummer likes success and also again uh, Jake Plummer kind of uh, a la Tebow as well made this thing look good enough where Shanahan thought Jake Cutler could take it to the next level like Mahomes did right and like Peyton came to Denver 
and truly reinvigorated his career, this franchise, and what a, what a run it was. As good of a run as a football team has ever had in four years in NFL history. It was great. Why not uh, to Teddy Bridgewater have su- success here and we go draft a guy in the second round and, and that guy turned out to be the truth. There's potential there. Uh, you know? And, and also, you mentioned something earlier in regards to why not to announce Teddy as the starter right now. And that's Vic Fangio pulling the wool over the eyes of, of the other teams. See, the only way... The teams are smart, The too. only way if you could do that, the only, t- the only way you could pull that off is if you had uh, two quarterbacks who were completely different styles. Say one's a running style type quarterback, you know, wildcat style... And or then like, and the one's the pocket passer. That's the only way well, you can pull like that off. The, there's a couple other circumstances where you like the Jameis Taysom stuff, the um, first round pick, Mac Jones, Cam stuff. You know, depending on how you pushed and controlled the narrative, you know, coming out of your building, meaning those teams, um, you know, they could have manipulated that stuff. This one is, you know, it's just, I don't know. To me, teams know. I think you know we, there, we we did yesterday give, give her the five jobs that were you know up in the air and where are they going to lean. Andy Dalton already was booked as the starter today. Why? Yep. Well, you, you know you go as far as you think Andy Dalton and that old magic can take you. And you know what? In some cases, that's like a week, bro. Right. It's like a week. You know, it's having you know, Kevin Cobb, these guys who it's like they had these flashes and they got paid, and then uh, Matt uh, Matt Flynn, right? Matt Flynn yep. uh, gets signed by the Seahawks. Four years, forty-some million dollars to be the starting quarterback. They draft Russell Wilson in the third round, and Russell Wilson just outplays the guy. And they're like, uh, "Matt Flynn never even got a play; just collected all that money." Not even so, week one. I mean, it didn't even take a week for Flynn. Check this out. My when I'm an, if, I, if I'm an NFL team, I'm the owner. I'm a front office. My first order of business and only order of business. My whole franchise is running around the notion of just I my everything we do is running around the the notion and the idea of. Better quarterback play. Who's the next great one? Who's got this back? Who's a, who? Who's a, a diamond in the rough? Um, pro personnel, which means your professionals, your right. you know your free agent through free agency and trades, and also my college guys. I mean, like all of my biggest investments go to my quarterback department. And I'm never settling, and I'm always looking for the next one, and I want to be Joe Montana going into Steve Young. And I want to be Brett Favre going into Aaron Rodgers. That's the standard. That's what it, I mean, just like, again, some franchises will never understand that. The Lions can't even grasp the notion of it. You know what I mean? Like the Browns, it's like, uh, well, Otto Graham, we won eight championships in 10 years. Okay, well, there was two teams back then. Hey, man, Baker, play- yeah, Baker's changing the, the narrative over there. Yeah, I know you're big on them. We'll do that show. <laughs> We'll do that show, okay? But I think we should call it. I'm happy with this Broncos Blitz podcast. We got a little bit of everything. We went about uh, you know a bunch of different avenues. We took the long way back to the you know the dirt road back to the main road. But I thought uh, you know that was a eventful podcast. I felt like it was just enough. Tomorrow's a Wednesday. I think we will know the starter then. At that point, I want to I go so. through the schedule. I want to go through the schedule and look at, you know, because that's changed as many. We've talked about it on the schedule drop. We've talked about it on the show a month ago. If Teddy's a starter, what happens here? If Drew Locke is a starter, what happens here? But now we can, you know, if once we know, you chop it up, we'll go game by game by game. And we'll see if he could be 10 win Teddy. That's the goal. But be realistic, Broncos country. And also when this guy's named the starter, don't bag him. 
Um, because Teddy has already said, I'll back up Drew Locke and I will be, uh, do my best and give him my everything. And, you know, Teddy Kenny, or Drew Locke, if he loses this, I don't even know. It's probably going to take a week or two to, you know, he might have a Roby day. You know, and right. um, I mean, he was on the sideline cussing up a storm. It seemed like he was frustrated in that Seahawks game. Man, listen, Teddy is calm as a cool as a cucumber. He is cool, calm and collected. And he is cool as a cucumber. That bro. pocket presence, man. It just, you know, he's just he's been there. He's done that. What's the worst that could happen in the back of your mind as a quarterback? You might be like uh, uh, panic. He's, I'm going to get hit right now. My career's going to end. He's about to tear my ACL. I'm about to get you know concussed. I'm serious. I really believe that kind of stuff until mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it actually happens to you. Then, oh, right? I see then where you're going. what are you scared of after that? I've already come back from rock Tom, bottom. Tom Brady missed a whole season. ACL. And do you know what happened that season? They went 11-5 and five with Matt Castle. People were thinking, oh, they could do it with anybody. They could do this with anybody. You know what that did? Pissed freaking Tom Brady off. Came back almost like had like a Kobe-like two careers on Mamba Day today. Mm-hmm. Almost had left for a first half of a career where he wins three and a back end of a career where he wins three and then a fourth. So Teddy Bridgewater has seen the darkest, the dark side, bro. You don't want to know the stuff that's been that you know, he's gone through in his life, not just his football life. That changes a guy. That puts a different perspective on it, mm-hmm. and I think that makes you like not a better man, but so much more of a journeyed and experienced man in life. You go through things like that. I'm with you there, Teddy Bridgewater. He showed it, you know, in his in his play in the preseason. Ever since he's coming back from that injury, he's a, just a different quarterback. Uh, yeah, you know, not athletically, but mentally. So yeah, that's the underrated best thing. athlete, though. He just doesn't flash that. Right, right. Um, we'll end this podcast by saying, "Give it up for Drew Locke. He worked hard. He looked great this preseason. He could have clunked out. He looked great this preseason. And I, I would love for the story to be Drew Locke at some point has to come in." For Teddy, after eight or nine weeks, they need him to help win games. He that's the what he needed to be literally it all taken away from him, Jake. Taken away from him. Like losing that girl that you of your dreams you love, you know, it's like or whatever that you were with for so long, whatever it's like. You never know what you had until it's gone. Yeah. You don't know what you got till it's uh, t- till it's got wait, you don't know what you got till it's gone. They paved paradise and put up a parking lot. <laughs> I mean a parking lot? Okay, so that's it. You know, gotta uh, show Drew a little love too, because he did show out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with another edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. Subscribe to it, comment, review to it, all that kind of stuff. It's important to us. I am Danny Williams uh, for Jake Meyer. We appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night.